welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I am here with my friend and co-host, as always, the one and only <laughs> Michelle Bader. Ooh, like What's you were up, reading, <laughs> is I know, it like I you were reading trying. notes, like you couldn't remember my name. You're like yes. the one and only. What is her name, Michelle? Yes. It's gonna be Ebersol. Uh, ba- so. Bader? Is it Bader? Yep, batter, batter, batter. <laughs> What's up? How are you? I just try to switch it up, you know. Yeah, that, it's good. funny because when we start recording, I don't think about what I'm going to say. I just start saying I know. dumb stuff. So. And we used to have it to have it all laid out, like step one, step two. Well, you didn't, <laughs> but I, I kind of had to fit if it wasn't all like we got to have it ready. Now it's so much more fun, and if you go back and listen to the first ones, it's so much more scripted. Oh this yeah, way, this is sure. way better. So thank you for those of you who have hung on since episode one, all the way to sixty-one. And no kidding, sixty-one. Yeah, that's oh where we're at gosh. today. That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy talks. It's crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. That was. A, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, no, that was an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, I know a lot of people didn't watch that show. I did. Luke I did. Those, he loved it. I was one it. of those bad kids. Oh, yeah. And I mean, all, like, that's crazy talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was this Indian guy named Crazy Talk. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, it came out when I was like in sixth grade. I think I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I'm talking like recently, like, well, recently, a few years ago, like, Luke <laughs> loved it. He would record The Simpsons and watch them, and you would hear him laughing so loud at night and like just absolutely loved it. So, yeah, that's funny. Good. I haven't watched it a lot, but I watched it as a kid. I also um, it's funny. I've realized in my adult life that like for my age group, it was like really weird that I that my mom used to let me listen to Married with Children or watch Married with <laughs> yes, Children. I didn't get to watch it. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I swear, I feel like everybody I've talked to, they were like, oh, no, we weren't allowed to watch. I wasn't that. allowed I'm to. Like, <laughs> really? Like, oh, yeah, no, I put it on. I, gosh. And it's crazy for me to think back at that because, gosh, I must have been, I'm trying to, okay, so I remember where we lived. I must have been 10 years old. Wow. <laughs> gosh, maybe even younger than that. That's like Alexis's age. Yeah, would oh, you yeah. let her watch that? Oh my yeah. gosh, no way. My right? mom was terrible. <laughs> She's like, whatever, just don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so uh, anyways, what was I talking about? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no, you were I'm gonna like ask me what I've been up to. Yes, that's <laughs> what was that's what was written down here next. Michelle, <laughs> what have you been up to lately? Let me pull out my script and read it word for word. <laughs> well, actually, lots and lots of stuff because it's been Thanksgiving weekend and yes. it doesn't bring the grief like it used to, which mm. is awesome, which we'll word. get more into that in a little bit. Um, my son Hayden came home from college. So that was the first exciting thing, picking him up Friday night, um, like the week before Thanksgiving and like just doing tons of fun stuff. I surprised my kids. Well, no, I had planned it with them, but I asked them if they'd still want to go to Great Wolf Watch because that was like a thing when they were little. We went there with Luke all the time and they said yes. So, you know, they don't love it like they used to. But I love it because they're totally independent now. It's not like when they're little and I had to be there every second, you know. So we did, I did all the water slides with them. We did the hot tub, we did the arcade. And then I was like, okay, you're free to wander. So I just like hung out and we watched, you know, um, a movie when they came back and it was fun. Nice, that's cool. And just like having Hayden home, just watching my kids interact and, um, but it's hard. Like he's an adult now. So it's like, okay, we still have to have rules. So we're gonna have to figure everything out before the summer or the next time he comes home Christmas, like what the rules are. And he, you know, 
he, his car, his truck's in storage. So he's using my car. So we had to kind of work that out. And it's just different that he's an adult now. So I can't be like, need to know everything. I'm like, but still like to know when you think you'll be back and like all of that uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, if he's staying in your house and yeah, he's so driving that was kind of car. a problem. Yeah. That was a little bit of a problem, but um, we'll work on it for next time. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, having him home. Uh, let's see. We got a Christmas tree the day before Thanksgiving. Never done that. Um, wow, nice. It was because um, Hayden had to leave the day after like early. And it was there was only one Christmas tree farm open, but it was wonderful. My parents went with us, had a great time. Let's see, there's like so much that happened. Unfortunately, I didn't get to spend it with Joel. Um, he wanted to be with his son and his family in Boston. And I needed to be home for Hayden to come home. So just we have kids that we need to be there for. So we weren't mm-hmm. together. But of course, we talk like 100 times a day. So it's good. <laughs> Literally, when we can. But it's a little hard when he's out of town. But something super, super exciting is I went wedding dress shopping. And nice. I got a dress. I said yes to the dress. So Nice super fun honestly the first day I went I had a little grief it was kind of like when Joel and I looked at rings for the first time it just flashed back to the first marriage and so it was a little bit weird because when you buy a wedding dress you don't ever think the person I'm going to marry is going to die and so mm. I was trying to explain that to Joel like how it kind of brought grief and kind of a little bit of fear like I had no idea before like what if I have no idea now and I just have to let go of that and not stay in that moment so that that was a but good like they've said because a lot of people probably relate to that like yeah. we've said it's worth it even if you know yep and however long you know in years time but let's say you do lose joel early um you know it'll still be worth it yes it is it'll still be worth it to have the love again and one million percent anyways but go on um, let's see. I met up with a friend that we used to be coworkers and we ran each other in church and then we went to <clears> coffee and she hadn't, I mean, literally it's been five or 10 years. So I went through the whole, I cried like, cause she was crying a lot. Cause she hadn't seen me. She knew Luke and like was part of like the beginning of our marriage. That was kind of the time period. And so like, she was crying a lot. So I cried cause I explained his death and just kind of went, and I was like, Whoa, where's this coming from? But it was, I definitely was feeling the moment. I was explaining my kids with him at the end and how that was. And so it was, and I was showing her videos. Like she hadn't seen the video of like Luke giving me the ring. She'd never heard that story. So I had to show her that one. And then I showed her like the joy though. And here's, here's when Joel gave me a ring and, you know, just went through the, all the roller coaster of the last few years with her, but I, and I felt it, but it's okay. It's okay to feel it, but mm-hmm. we can heal. You don't ever want to stuff it down. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit of what's happened in the last few weeks. Um, how about you? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I also got up my Christmas tree, but that actually was, it. that was actually in mid October. That's right. <laughs> nice. So I made for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook, you saw my post that I made a um, long time ago. Uh, well, that I had, uh, no, recently I made one because the day after Thanksgiving is finally the day that I'm not crazy for having. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that I said, I'd like to welcome the rest of you to the yeah. Christmas season um, because I enjoyed a Halloween Christmas, a Thanksgiving <laughs> Christmas, and now I'm waiting for Christmas Christmas. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was like, I don't ever have anybody come over to my house. I'm in this new state. Like, I yeah. love Christmas. I'm bringing out my Christmas tree. So. Uh, Anyways, so um, I did get to spend Thanksgiving with my cousin um, nice. and his family. I say my cousins, um, but technically the husband is my 
second cousin. Our grandfathers okay. were brothers. Oh, okay. Um, and it's his wife, but I just call them both my cousins. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we spent Thanksgiving together. They also moved here to Tennessee, um, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, let's see. You know, I actually had something kind of um, sad last night. Oh. Uh, well, last night when we were recording this. Um, so I came into my my daughter's room, uh, you know, my kids' room um, to say goodnight to them. Yeah. Alexis was like crying like really Aww. hard and I'm like hey what's going on and it just she hasn't like had grief or anything in a long time so it really caught me off guard that when I you know and, and she wouldn't she didn't talk about it for a minute so I just hugged her and we just hugged for like I don't know, five minutes or something and and then she finally I started getting the feeling um and then she finally said like I'm just thinking about mommy oh <clears throat> and um so we talked about it for like an hour and um mm. Like it just was memories uh, and stuff. Well, you know, I started, I started being more real with them than I have yeah. been. Um, and just started saying that, you know, like mommy, mommy went through a lot and, yeah. um, and that, you know, I, I shared some of the stuff that, um, and the different ways that I tried to save her and, wow. um, you know, and just, uh, just wanted to like explain it to her like a grown up, And, yeah. but I also explained to her that like, you know, it's always okay to cry. You don't ever need to feel like it's been too long to cry or right. anything like that. You can always miss mommy. And then we prayed and we asked God to tell mommy a bunch of stuff for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very careful with that. Cause I don't want to be anti-biblical or anything, but, um, right we can ask for anything in Christ's name and I'm not praying to Lacey. I'm not talking to Lacey. Right. Um, but I am asking God, I'm praying to God and I'm asking him to tell Lacey things for us. Yeah. And I can't find anything biblical that I feel is wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe he, you know, he might be thinking like, it doesn't work that way, Mark. And, you know, and that's okay. But I, I don't feel like I'm sinning, you know right. what I mean? No. Because we're not supposed to try to communicate with the dead and, things like that. And so I don't feel like I'm doing that, but I, I just feel like I'm asking in Jesus's name for God to tell Lacey things for us. And I like say we, we miss her and we love her and um, that she was a great mommy and a great wife. Please tell her this, tell her that, you know? Um, so anyways, that was, uh, that was, that was pretty tough, but also I just, uh, I wanted to share it because I know some of our listeners um, also have small children and mm-hmm. might go through those things. And um, it was one of those, uh, you know, when you ever, you ever like deal with a situation and sometimes you feel like you handled it incorrectly and other times mm-hmm. you feel like you handled it well, it was one of those ones I felt like looking back, like I handled it really well, which mm-hmm. I was thankful for. Cause that's a very yeah. delicate, you know, um, but I just felt like, you know, I mean, I had her busting up laughing <laughs> by the end of the, you know, the conversation, yeah. and, you know, I told her some silly jokes at my own expense and, you know, like, <laughs> There's nothing my kids love more than uh, hearing daddy make fun of himself. Um, So, you know, it ended up all good and everything, but just wanted to share with people that if you come across something like that to, uh, you know, not, not be afraid to speak the truth with them and tell them you understand. And I, I told them that I also, you know, I got a chance to share with, with Alexis that um, I was like, well, you guys didn't know this, but um, you know, I, I used to have to go to, you know, and I'm just, I'm just going to get grown up on us all real quick. Um, but, you know, like I was speaking in kid language, so they would think it was funny. But I said, I used to pretend that I would go poop 
so that I could cry in the bathroom. And oh. they just thought that was like the funniest thing ever. That's and, hilarious. And, you know, and she's like, I would have known. And I'm like, no, no, you guys, you know, or I'd turn on the shower and I'd say, I'm going to take a shower. But I really was just sitting on the toilet crying, you know, and I'm like, but I had to hide it from you guys because, and she's all, because you didn't want us to be sad and mm. to see how bad it was. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. She's so smart. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to show you guys how bad it really was and how afraid I was, you know? And, and I was like, also, I couldn't, I couldn't show that to mommy. I, I needed mommy to stay positive and to, you know, to think that, you know, daddy's got this under control and, you know, mm-hmm. and, but I was terrified and, yeah. um, but I, I had to hide that from everybody. And so I was like, you guys didn't even know it, but I was, I just wanted her to know that like her feelings are okay. And that I yes. feel, even as a grown up, I feel right. those same things, you know? Um, and so anyways, that was just, you know, something I felt like I wanted to share. It's not the most, uh, positive thing, but it's real, you know, oh, it's real. It's real. something we still go through two years later, you know, two right. and a half years later, almost. Um, you know, something, so, along those lines, interesting, like holding it together, all that stuff. It was March. So two months before Luke passed away, um, he was like, do you even care? Because I tried to hold together so much, like not crying in front of him. He's like, do you uh, care? I'm like, yeah. And then I cried in front of him, but it was just interesting that I was trying so hard that he wasn't even sure I cared. I totally get that. I mean, Lacey never said anything like that to me, but I I was afraid that she mm-hmm. would think that. And um, I, I totally get that. And that's tough because yeah. mm-hmm. you you do need to, you know, because my goal, um, I had this, you know, we, anybody who was around back then knows all about the whiteboard. I had this huge, yeah. you know, two foot by four foot, whatever it was, uh, whiteboard. And I had all these, you know, all her medicines on there and the schedule of all of her medicines. And then I had like little note sections and then, a big section on the bottom that was for, um, uh, you know, I would put like uplifting things on there. Yeah. And, um, and so I'd put like a new Bible verse every day. I'd wake up and, you know, change, change the Bible verse on her whiteboard. And then, um, I also had these check marks, um, for things to accomplish every day. And they were like, you know, read scripture, um, you know, try to eat X amount of calories, whatever they were, but always at the bottom was laugh and smile. Mm. those were always two separate check marks that those were my those were my goals and so um I mean as the listeners might imagine I I tell pretty corny jokes so um, really it wasn't it was was always my you know and I did it though I'm proud to say that you know until the end when she was really confused that I made her laugh and smile every day and so those were my goals my goals were to keep her happy you know and so like I couldn't let her see what I was going through you Mm know um she had her own stuff she was going through. She didn't need it. And she was so uh, loving and caring that it broke her heart every time she saw that I was hurting. Aww. Every time she saw that I was afraid or um, scared or well, I guess that's the same word, <laughs> but um, I'm afraid or like, you know, like <laughs> scared. Um, but when she saw that I was either of those two things or just that I was hurting in any way, she was like break inside and She'd say like, I'm so sorry that you're having to watch this happen to your wife. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, we, got, we got this. Don't talk like that. We got this, you know? And yeah. Um, so anyways, um, but I will go ahead and segue into today's uh, episode topic so that we can sort of, you know, run away with that. Um, 
because the last time we did this was a year ago, approximately. Mm -hmm. And we've gained a lot of listeners since then. A lot of you have lost your spouses since then. Yeah. And maybe you haven't gone back and listened, but we did um, an episode titled Surviving the Holidays. But now we're doing Hope for the Holidays. Yes. So, um, Michelle, would you like to start us (laughs) off? Hold on, let me read my notes here. (laughs) Mrs. Bader. <laughs> no, what it, what do you think about that? What are your uh thoughts about the holidays and yeah. you know how it how it's changed? Yeah, and, it's definitely you know, changed. all that stuff. So I know we're both coming upon our third, third set of holidays with our yeah. loved ones crazy. Like it's actually gone really fast. I remember I texted you last week that it's been 2.5 years on the 23rd. It was like, oh, whoa, right. it's two and a half years. How am I here? But yet my world is so different, but in a positive way, as far as how I'm feeling from where I was two and a half years ago. So the first holidays were so sad. Like Mm. I felt like I wasn't functioning very well. I mean, I was doing okay. You know, um, let's say me, June, July, August, September, October, like five to six months out with the holidays. And, um, but I was not nearly where I am today. I remember being, we went to Great Wolf Lodge first Thanksgiving. I went with my parents and my kids and it was to do something completely different. I was like, I am not doing Thanksgiving. And um, it was so sad. I remember like being at the water park and watching all these families walk by and getting so upset. Like, why can't I have a whole family? And it was like Mm. grieving for myself and for my kids. Like, I want them to have their dad here. I want to have a complete family. Like, that's Mm. what I want. And I remember just crying a lot and just like, I just, I didn't love it. Um, Back up to that first Halloween, we went, so we'd always go to a pumpkin patch with Luke, like the same one since the kids were little. We, that year went to the same one and it was a horrible experience because it just like, and my kids were getting older, so they didn't love it as much. And it was just, the hole was so big that he wasn't there. So what that helped me do, it didn't work for me to go to the same place, but it helped me decide for Christmas, we're going to a different tree farm than we mm. normally, and we haven't gone back to that same one. Like, let's keep those memories with Luke and let's do something different. So for me, that helps. <clears throat> um, that might be something that helps you is if you think it's going to be painful to go back, maybe choose a different place, make new memories. That was very helpful. But those first holidays, and then of course, Christmas, like Luke was like Christmas guy. And like even mm. watching movies up till Christmas was difficult because that was his thing. We always watch the same movies every year. And we still keep that tradition. We have, we call them like the main Christmas movies, <laughs> like Santa Claus one, two, three, Home Alone one, two, three, like all of these <laughs> ones that are like the ones. And then we watch other ones too, but we have the main ones that we do. So, but I remember just even watching the movies crying, like he should be here watching these with us. And then the first Christmas honestly was a week. I cried so much because it was like where he would sit. It was just like, everything was so obvious. He wasn't there. And then the hardest thing for me was going to my in-laws to Luke's parents. Mm. And there was like, an empty seat I mean not literally but where he would normally be he was not he always sat by me at the table and it was like everybody ended up crying that day because it was such an obvious hole so fast forward to where I am now and about to experience the third it's completely different and it is not because a lot of people think it's because I have Joel that's why that's why you're happy no now I'm like no a year ago I wasn't dating and I was good it's oh wait I was dating Joel well we had just started dating (laughs) totally forgot 
two years ago, the first Christmas, I mean, that was the hard one, but my point is it's not just that I have Joel, like he'll never replace Luke. And that's not the point, but it's God's healing, like God's healing. And that's what, when we shared on Thanksgiving, like, what are you thankful for? I'm like, God's healing because. And you have proof of that. You've been recording this podcast since before you started dating Joel. You can go back and listen to yourself talk. And I can attest to that, that you and I were both, we had both found a lot of healing before we found. Now, honestly, dating again was a whole different layer of healing because it was, you know, it's like, okay, like I'm cool, but now I need to learn how to like bring somebody else into my world, you know? Um, And of course it doesn't mean that there's not pain still, but anyway, so so continue. I just want to interject um, that. Yeah, that it's God's healing that has me here today. And it's not by my own strength. Um, it is, which we will talk about in another episode, like a lot about what you do with the time that you're mm. that you have. Um, so I have done a lot of, you know, grief counseling, regular counseling, grief books. Like when I was a new widow, I just couldn't get enough grief books. Like I just devour them because I was like, oh, somebody gets it. Like and so yeah. I would read them, I'd be like, somebody understands what's happening in my heart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just, I'm so thankful for where I am today. And I would never want to go back to those first holidays. But I, I want to offer you encouragement that it, the first holidays to me are the hardest ever. And then it gets better. Um, but it's not just about the time, it's what you do with that time um, in between the holidays. But as far as I know, for both of us, that was the worst it ever was, was the very first time. Absolutely. Because it's like, wow, we're not used to having, we've never had a holiday apart. So this feels really strange. Um, yeah. So what what are your some, some of your thoughts? I well, just had a whole bunch <clears throat> all over the place. No, yeah. It's, it, I remember it was, uh, it was so hollow um it mm. just it felt That's like a good word yeah it felt like things were never gonna be right again um yeah. all of a sudden this holiday because I'm Mr. Christmas too all of a sudden this yeah. um holiday that I left loved so much that felt like this absolutely magical time of year for me um felt like didn't even matter and mm. I know it's not about you know what I mean but like our our hearts were ripped out and um yeah so you know it is uh it is just interesting what, what time can do. Um, but yes, like you said, you, you know, and we will touch on that. We're going to do an episode about that, but you know, it's what you do with the time. Yeah. And so, you know, not to get into all of that right now. Um, but you dove into, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say that something that you and I did that is the number one thing by far that anybody should do that's going through grief Um, And this is why I feel like we've had what you might call successful grief journeys is um, we leaned on Christ. Yeah, we leaned on Christ. And I remember being like, you said I could cast my burdens upon you. I'm casting this on you. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. You know, Mm -hmm. and um, and I, you know, it wasn't like instantaneous, of course. But looking back, I felt like he he took it from me. Yeah, I felt like he took he mm-hmm. took the burden from me. He took the, um, he made the pain manageable. Mm-hmm. It, it still hurts. I mean, I'm, my eyes are glossed over right now because I'm remembering how much it hurt. Yeah. Uh, losing Lacey. And that was, that was, um, I knew she was going to heaven. Right. 
and I still was broken when she passed, you know, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because I remember, um, it's totally off topic, but just, um, it was a very beautiful moment for me because I was so stressed out and so panicked when I just was having a hard time accepting, like, this is it. She's, she's, she's done taking medicine. She's going to go to heaven. She wants to leave earth. Um, and not because she had given up, but because she just wasn't, uh, she was ready, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, she's, she understood deeply where she was going and she was ready for that. Right. Um, that being said, I remember praying to God and begging like, God, just tell me what to do. Just show me like, what do I do? How do I save her? How do I save her? And I just felt this peace come over me because I felt like, I felt like what he not, not audibly spoke to me, but just the, the voice that like came over my heart, you know, we all know how the Lord can speak to you. Yeah. Cause when it's something, when an idea pops in your head that you're like, that wasn't my thought. I feel mm-hmm. like that's, I know it's the spirit speaking to me. And, um, it's what I heard come over my heart was, I don't need you. Mm. I don't need you to save Lacey. I don't need wow. doctors. I don't need medicine. I don't right. need if it's not her time, I will snap my finger and her cancer right. will be gone. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. And it wasn't any like arrogant or mean kind of feeling, but it was just like, like, do you not know who I am? It was kind of right. that kind of feeling. Wow. Like, yeah. And, um, and it was just this, it gave me this peace where I was like, mm. you're right. Like I can let go of this burden I feel, or this responsibility I feel to save her. Yeah. And for me, that was massive because that had been what my whole life was geared around for the previous 14 months was I need to save her. I need to save her. Mm -hmm. I need to save her. And, um, and I tried, I mean, I tried so hard. I, you know, I almost died like trying to help her. And, Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, wow, that was way off topic. (laughs) Okay. That's what we, um, but I just, I thought of that when I thought about how we like leaned into Christ and how that, this kind of was there for me in, a, in an unbelievable way. Yeah. And so that, that is my encouragement. More important than any of this holiday or anything we're talking about, you lean into Christ. You lean into God. When you're going through this in the beginning, you do it when it's hard. You do it when you don't want to. You still lean into God, lean into God, lean into God. Um, but, you know, we, we've discussed, we have episodes about that. Um, but I feel like that's a powerful truth. Mm-hmm. So anyways, now getting back to it. So yes, the holidays were devastating the first yeah. time around. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, hollow and just sick. And yeah. it just, I hated it. I hated yeah. it. And, you know, my brother, you know, was just awesome. And he tried to give, you know, my kids and I a really good Christmas and, you know, and I bought a bunch of stuff for the kids, but it was also, um, it was like weird that like there just wasn't lazy to buy gifts for anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then there was, and then that like, and then all of a sudden, um, Lacey was really, really good at remembering to get everybody a Christmas mm. present. She'd start in September or whatever, wow. you know, or August or and gosh, honestly, like she'd get after Christmas ended, she'd start shopping for next Christmas That's or, so you know, yeah. throughout the year, she just had, you know, little gifts put aside for certain people. And just, that was just a natural um, skill she had. I'm not like that. I, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, and I try so hard every year. I tell myself like next year, I'm going to start shopping in October. It doesn't have December 15th rolls around every year and I'm in a panic and like, that's (laughs) not fun, you know, 
Yeah. And um, I hated that I lost that in addition mm-hmm. to everything else, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody relates to that in some degree, like, you know, maybe women um, that loved having, and I'm, obviously women are capable of getting up on a ladder, but you know, you, everybody I think knows what I mean that yeah. men generally do certain things. Women yeah. generally do certain other things. Um, but it doesn't mean that women are incapable or anything, but, you know, generally speaking, there's a lot of women that are like, dang it. Like he used to hang the Christmas lights. I love having Christmas lights up, Mm -hmm. but I now realize that they just magically appeared after Thanksgiving. And now I realize that if I want Christmas lights up, I need to get up on the ladder and hang them or hire somebody to hang them. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people that might understand what I'm saying that like, just, just logistically, like the holidays are not the same. Um, If he or she had a signature dish that she cooked for Thanksgiving, now you're trying to recreate that or you don't want to. You know, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, I can keep going on that, but I, I went off on a tangent. So I'm going to turn it back to you and then I'll, you know, I'll pick up where I left off. But um, yeah, yeah, did you, what else do you want to add on? Well, I wanted to talk about something that helped us. Um, it's kind of, I talked a little bit before about like starting new traditions because we were very mm-hmm. big on like the Christmas traditions. We had all the places we would go. One of them was the uh, Queen Anne Victorian Mansion, which is where Luke and I got married. So that was one of our big traditions, but we have not been back. I haven't wanted to. Um, I think I could go there now and be okay. Like if the kids wanted to go there, I'd be like, yeah, we could do that. But we started, like we did some of the same ones um, and we did like the same ornaments. I was with some, several widows the other day or a couple of weeks ago, or Stacy, who was a guest, we were with a couple of her friends who were also widows and they were talking, it was one of them, it was about to be her first Christmas. And she was like, I'm not bringing out the ornaments. Like everyone does it differently, but sure. we did the same ornaments. And then we added, like, I did like a memory one to Luke. I can't remember. It says something about someone we love is in heaven. I don't remember exactly. So I'm, I bought him, I still bought him one. Um, so I think it's a mixture of like, old and new that's what helped me so we we kept some of the same traditions like we still go like the kids they still like go in their pajamas and we go through a drive-thru and get a milkshake and we drive around and look at lights we still do that mm. um so we, we kept that tradition but then we added some different ones and like going to different places like I said to get the Christmas tree and you know just finding new things to do like we don't have to do exactly the same thing And so that, that's been huge for my kids to understand too. Like it's not going, so maybe even talking with your kids, is not going to look exactly the same. Like we're going to do some different things. I think it makes the whole feel smaller when you're doing different things. Like you're not like, oh, this is right where we do this. So I think it's for me, a combo doing some of the same things, some different things. Like we still do, Mm. like we always do um, Cinnabons on Christmas morning and we still do that. Um, Yeah, you you can't let go of that. No, they're too good. <laughs> That's just crazy. So talk. good. That is crazy talk. <laughs> you know, but then we've added some different things. And then obviously, as we blend families, that's going to be even more traditional. This Christmas, just like Thanksgiving, we're going to both be at our homes with our kids from college. So we won't be together this year, but next year we'll be married, <clears throat> obviously. And so we'll be blending our traditions probably. Mm. Um, so I just think that for us, that was very, very healing to just let the kids know we're going to do some things differently and Mm. and that that really really helped us um something that I like that yeah we just completed this year so it was always Luke's thing to put the the, um star on top of the tree it's like this Mm. tradition yeah because he was super tall right (laughs) (laughs) no he was on a ladder to do it 
Oh, really? Luke's, Wait, but Luke, Luke was super tall, right? He was six feet. So like, yeah. yeah okay, I mean, well, compared to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, coming from my world, that's like a giant. Like, <laughs> okay. Green I mean, giant. <laughs> I mean, we would get these tall nine foot, 10 foot tree, you know, really tall trees. Oh. So he would he would get on a chair or, or whatever. Okay, but anyways, okay. okay. The point is that was his thing. So then the first year it was like, all the kids kind of were like, well, I want to do it. So I was like, each year we'll take a turn. So it was, this is our third year. So Hayden did it the first year, Haley did it, and then Peyton did it this year. And it was kind of oh, cool. Nice. Just That's like cool. completing that tradition. Let me take a picture of you as you put the star on. And so they've all had their turn. Mm. So maybe even things like that, something that might've belonged to your spouse that your kids could take over. Um, what else have we done like that? I don't That's know. That's good. And that's, and we, you know, we're not expecting any of you to be able to do this stuff on the first year. This no. is, um, possibly projecting into the future. Um, yeah. anyway, so I just wanted to add that real quick that, you know, if somebody doesn't feel like ready to do that. Yeah. Or year, I have a friend who didn't, well, her husband died on Christmas Eve. Ooh. Um, so the next year she didn't even do Christmas and that's okay. Like everybody has yeah. their own way. Like it wasn't, you know, it was too For painful sure. to yeah. do that. Um, so you have to do what's, what's right for you, but I know keeping things somewhat the same helps for my kids, but then adding in more things and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's, and that's, so you guys, you guys cut down your own tree every yeah. year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We that's awesome. Never but I have to ask, have you ever brought a squirrel home? No, this is no. not national lampoon. <laughs> yes, you knew. Okay. Of course. I know. I that was Luke's favorite. Yeah. His favorite Christmas movie, but it's kind of cool too. <laughs> Actually something else cool happened this year. A lot of sap kind of pull. Sorry, but... <laughs> um, so, you know, Luke always cut down the tree, but the last year he was in too much pain. So Hayden did a lot of it. And then Hayden's kind of taken over since then. But this year I was like, Hayden's 14. Like, Hayden, let's let him. So Hayden taught him just like Luke taught him. And that, oh, that no was way. really cool. So we got cool. like a video of them getting the tree down. And that's happened for other things. Like this past summer, Hayden taught Peyton how to mow the, the lawn like Luke had taught him. So I'm always like, teach him how daddy taught you. That's cool. And, and it makes him feel special. Like I'm passing this on. And, yeah, then, yeah. you know, he's like getting the same training that, you know, Hayden got. Yeah, from that. <laughs> so, yeah, That's from dad cool. the same way. So it was really meaningful that he taught Peyton how to cut it down. And um, yeah, so that's- That's super yeah. cool. I was always all about real trees because I love the smell of them. Yeah. Um, and then I got like a crazy good deal on a <laughs> fake tree. And so now I've been, I'm like, oh, wow, there's like no needles. So much easier. Up. Like, oh my gosh, like it's crazy. Like for years, <laughs> like, you know, we got real trees and then I'm like, I swear, I feel like it was like March and I'm like still vacuuming up pine needles from yeah, somewhere, you know, kind of the I'm like, oh, look in the couch cushion. There's like pine needles here somehow, you know, Yes, uh, but you can make pine needle tea. So you could, it kind of lasts forever, but we like the smell of it. And yes, I do of, too. Honestly, all, all that stuff. But what about you? Did you um, keep your same traditions, your new ones? What did you well, do first or what do you do so now? I mean, it was, I, no, it's, it's it's just totally different because also I moved to Tennessee and yes. a lot of our, a lot of our traditions involved getting together with Lacey's family and, you know, oh, there right. was these grandma's famous strawberry jelly or uh -huh. jam. I'm not sure if it was jelly or jam. Um, but, uh, you know, and everybody would just like wanted that every year and, um, you know, we'd all get together and everyone would dress up and we'd get together at first. It was like at her, you know, it was at her grandparents' house for years. And, uh, it was just, it was, 
we so we had a lot of traditions that changed anyways yeah um moving here but um you know one of the things that uh this so no I guess to answer your question no I don't I mean we still are trying to find a place to go look at Christmas lights there's actually I don't know if you saw my Facebook post there's mm-hmm. the place in uh, Louisville Kentucky um that's uh it's called like I think it's called Mega Caverns oh, I didn't uh, or yeah Louisville Mega Caverns and it's 17 miles driving in an underground cavern that they cool. deck out with like oh my gosh you gotta do that Christmas lights so yeah amazing. it's like four hours from my house but I'm, I'm planning on doing that that would be so cool. um yeah it seems super cool so uh so no I mean we we are one of our main traditions was we would like kind of like what you mentioned we would um get hot chocolates yeah and oh and there was this neighborhood by my old house um called Bainbridge mm-hmm. and they did the whole like um all the houses were in sync with the music with the radio oh, I love channels. Those. Yeah. Yes. So everybody pulls into the neighborhood and everybody shuts off their lights. And well, for me, yeah. I've, I've had, um, my last few cars have had like the moonroof. Mm-hmm. And so like, I let my, you know, I bring a little, you know, towel and I cover my center console, but I let my kids stand up and stare out the, yes. the moonroof. And, um, you know, Alexis is just, she loves just saying Merry Christmas to everybody. She feels like she's in a Shoot. parade. <laughs> so we we do um we have a tradition of going and looking at Christmas lights and I love that but you know something um that I would like to forewarn people about that have little kids that this is your first Christmas on your own this might sound silly but remember there's nobody that's going to fill your stocking yep. and I know that's that's super weird like but I remember that hit me and I didn't even process it but I was like oh my gosh like I'm filling up my kids stocking and I'm even making a stocking for my brother, but like I have this stocking, like I bought nice new embroidered stockings. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I did, you know, after I did that died. too. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Like what about my stocking? And yeah. then, so I remember asking, um, I, and I'd said this in our last one, but um, in our last holiday one, I asked uh, my daughter, I was like, hey, do you, do you guys want to, you know, you want me to give you guys some money and you guys can get some stuff for my stocking? And she's like, um, no, thanks. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I, I had to stuff my own stocking. And honestly, like, it's such a weird thing, but that was totally like a grief thing for me as mm, I was like, because oh, yeah. Lacey used to put all this stuff in my stockings. It was cool. And I didn't know what was in there, you know, and obviously Christmas isn't about getting stuff. But, but it's fun. It's fun. And yeah. it's um and it's the realization. It's one of those things that has changed. And you realize it at weird timing sometimes. You know, like like you know, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, let's do a big Christmas dinner, like we always do. Um, and then I'm like, oh, that means I need to make a big Christmas dinner yeah. by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like obvious stuff, but it's those things that or like for me, Lacey used to watch all these Christmas movies with me that I liked, mm-hmm. you know, she liked them too, but she wasn't like, like I was about them, you know, I wanted yeah. to like, you know, National Lampoon happened, <laughs> the elf always, you know, oh, yeah, and that's so she would, she would sit there and watch them with me. Um, and it's weird to like now watch them by myself because my kids aren't old enough to watch yeah. National Lampoon's, you know, I don't want to explain. But maybe what, elf. You know, <laughs> 
Yeah, they've watched Elf with me, and that one's that one's fine. Um, yeah. I don't remember anything off the top of my head that was no, uh, bad in that one or anything. And there's nothing bad about National Lampoon, but there's just some things I don't um, want to explain. There's a to lot them. of f words, a lot because oh, you're wait. Yes, I promise. Oh yes, yes. One Bing year, Crosby, yeah. One year we were like. <laughs> Luke and I were like, let's show it to the kids. It's not that bad. And we started watching. We're like, oh yeah, there's a lot of F words. When you watch with your kids, you notice it. Yeah. Like a right. lot. So that was what we noticed because it's um PG, I think it's like PG 13, but in the 80s, which was like art. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there is a lot. Which um, is funny because so many things have gone the other way. Right. You yeah. know, like anyways. But yeah, so that that's a good point. And I, and I can remember a lot of parts from that movie that I don't want my kids to see. Yes. Um, yep. They're just too, Definitely. you know, um, I don't want to be well, explaining certain things either. Right. So I don't want to explain about... why he's married and yet he's looking out the window and oh, yeah. imagining a woman uh-huh. in a bikini and, his yeah, pool, you know, right. or whatever. Yeah, like, what exactly. is he doing? I'm like, eh. I don't know. <laughs> they're just, they're way too young. You know, yeah. that, that won't be until um, far later. Speaking of movies. So I love. Hallmark movies like the cheesy mm. Christmas I mean I could I love them I bought I do this every Christmas by the Hallmark Now channel you can watch all of them and I've noticed that almost every one of them somebody's a widower a widower every one of them like literally really? oh yeah so and so died and sometimes the feelings are accurate but most of the time it's totally not <laughs> and so it's just an interesting little fact if you ever watch you need to hallmark you need movies, to call hallmark and tell them what's like you is. guys got it wrong and it's a lot of times it's like years later and like i'm like whoa they must not have put in the work to heal because they're like super sensitive about everything hmm. and like yeah so that's just another side note i've definitely noticed that this year like oh my goodness another widow another widower yeah wow because it works for the hallmark story you know it's always a love story and a lot of almost every time like well, isn't that funny one. that like our life is such a popular narrative that yeah people choose for like terribly for sad hall- things yes they know like oh that'll be good like it's yeah. usually oh that's sad let's do that and you're like, it's usually work. like they've never experienced love since their loved one passed away and they're finally taking that chance <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, some of it's you know okay realistic about how you feel but anyways that's just like a fun uh, little, that's great fun little side note is there's a lot of hallmark movies about widows and widowers yes um so that's just a side note that's yes really, in case y'all didn't know in case you didn't know and you want to see it and be like and yell at the tv like that's not how it is like, <laughs> no but um let's see what else about holidays um i don't know you know, well, one thing that I think is uh, that we should touch on, because we've talked about, and, and if anybody wants to listen, um, you can go back and listen to our episode, yeah. um, Surviving the Holidays. But that being said, like now we're in this very different place, right? Mm-hmm. So it might be kind of encouraging for people to True. see how much things can change. So we had year one, year one was terrible. Year one sucked. Yeah. Year two was different but it was better it wasn't I actually started feeling like okay I I think I'm gonna get to a point where I really enjoy Christmas again and honestly I I wanted to Mm -hmm. like last year I wanted to I wanted to enjoy Christmas it wasn't the same it was still very much like man this just feels so different without Lacey yeah so now um we're in we have somebody in our lives that we, mm-hmm. that we love. And yep. we, we experience that again. We now get to enter the holiday seasons 
again. Um, what it feels like, you know, and I know you and I have talked about this, it feels like God is providing restoration yes. in our lives. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it's like, we were ready for that. We were, yeah. we were pouring into God for a long time. We dealt with long, long um, seasons of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very receptive to the idea. Also, my kids are so young, like they need a mom, you know, yeah. and of course I want it to be Lacey, um, but that's not an option. Right. So, um, you know, so I, I was open to the idea of like finding someone and now, now you and I get to go through the holidays mm-hmm. in a very different capacity. Yeah. Um, so now that all being said, that sort of preface that I wanted to like set the stage, if you will, oh, good job. Um, how much, <laughs> I was going to say how much more better. <laughs> <laughs> much more better is your grace it's funny because I say that jokingly all the time I'm yeah. like that's more better but I actually almost said it right there as like um real verbiage um how would you describe the like what you feel inside now about the holidays do you feel lots of excitement that Christmas is coming mm-hmm. do you, you know what I mean like how would you describe it now um well, if I was more, gonna, more than just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, good. <laughs> if I was going to physically like be in the same place as Joel, I would be more excited. I actually let me go back to Thanksgiving. I did experience a little grief because one, you know, I think about what Luke and I would do on Thanksgiving. But and then I'm like with this man that I loved, I'm going to marry in three and a half months. And but I'm not with him. And so I experienced grief because I'm like, life's too short to not be with the one you love. Like. I want to be with him, but and it's just a season. He's like, these are the last holidays that we're not going to spend together. You know, like we mm-hmm. can get through it, but yeah, no, I'm totally excited about, you know, it means family. It means Hayden coming home from college. It means family movies and we make checks mix and we make cookies and we do gingerbread houses, like all the fun things. So I'm totally mm-hmm. excited and I don't feel dread. I mean, I think that's kind of what you feel in the first year, at least. Yeah, I did dreading them because it's a bigger event that you're going to miss your loved one. But now I don't feel that at all. Like I feel totally mm. excited about um, just having this time with my kids and making it special for them. And maybe mm. that's the only thing that if you have young, uh, not even young kids, my kids are teenagers, one's an adult, but if you have kids, it might be about making it special. Even adult kids, you still want to make Christmas special for them. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what, what keeps you going um, on the stockings. My mom has filled my stocking for years because Luke just was mm. too, too sick. And so she's continued. She's like, well, this is probably my last year. Hopefully Joel will do a good job next year. Um, <laughs> filling it, no pressure. <laughs> but just um, saying, Joel, my mom used to always fill the bottom of the stocking with diamonds. I'm just yeah, throwing that out. Just saying, <laughs> and cash. But I want to <laughs> encourage an idea if you are like, I, that's really going to make me sad to not have anything in my stocking. Ask a family member or good friend. I guarantee they would be happy to do it. Mm. Because that would like what my mom does is she just like wraps the presents and then I stick it. Well, now Haley does it. Like when they believed in Santa, we had to make sure that, you know, it would, they would believe in it, but Haley fills it now. She'll be like, Hey, can you put this in your mom's talking? But it just meant so much to me just to have her do it so that it wasn't, it's not, not filled and it wasn't about what's in it. It's the point. And mm-hmm. so that's an idea for you is ask someone that would do that for you. You know, the people in your tribe, like we talked about calling your tribe, those kind of people, I guarantee, like, especially your first Christmas, people don't know what to do. They don't know how to help. 
So you could tell them specifically, this would mean a lot to me if you could fill my stocking. <laughs> Gosh, well, I even remember that first year I was like, I mean, I didn't actually ask anybody this, but I wanted to ask people like, can you please like shop for gifts for my kids? Like I didn't even have the, I didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to take their Christmas away because of what I was feeling, but I just didn't have the energy. I didn't have the desire, the will, like anything to, um, but now the, for gifts, you know, on the other side of it, if you had a newly widowed friend who asked you to do it, wouldn't you do it in a heartbeat? Oh, like, of course. Right. Yeah, so there's people out there. If you're newly widowed. They want to help you. They don't know how. So you have mm-hmm. to tell them, could you please shop for my kids? Here's a list. I'll give you the money. I just need you to, you know, yeah. shop for them. Could you like fill my stocking? <sighs> like be specific. These people want to help you. They don't know what to do. And so you mm-hmm. giving them specific ideas for the holidays would be helpful. And then something else we do. Oh, I forgot. We started this tradition the first year that Luke was gone. We on Christmas morning say a happy memory about Luke. And so mm. we've done it the last two Christmases, like while we're eating oh, our cinnamon cool. rolls. And it doesn't have to be about Christmas. I tell them it can be about anything. So I've learned like new memories that they've shared. So that's been really special. So that could be something and like, keep them alive by talking to them. Don't be afraid to mention their name, you know, like say their name, talk about them. I talk about, I know you do this too, like memories all the time with my kids, like constantly. I'm always saying like, daddy said, okay, random, random thought. We were talking about how Peyton's shoes smelled today. And um, (laughs) he's a 14 year old boy. Okay. And then I was like, Haley, do you remember that daddy used to say your feet were rotten? (laughs) He's like, like, what? (laughs) Like, yeah. Cause he always said that to me after running and my shoes smelled. And he said that your feet were just like mine. Anyways, (laughs) the point is we talk about him all the time. If something comes up like, Hey, do you guys remember that? And that one, they did not remember, but um, just like, Oh, your dad used to like this. I mean, that's like literally almost every day. There's something like, Oh, daddy liked that. And it doesn't hurt anymore. It's just like part of our life. And we, we don't stop doing it because Joel's here. Like when he's here, we still say stuff and he's good. Yeah. He wants to know about Joel, um, about Luke. And so we still do that. So that's, you know, just some ideas, like keep the memory alive. And maybe you want to start that on Christmas morning, sharing yeah. a memory. And we do that sometimes. Say their name. Other say, their name. say their name. I think it's say my name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But, but, that, but that worked. worked. That, was but a, that wouldn't have worked. That was a good widow song. Say their name, say their name. You're acting kind of shady. <laughs> that doesn't work. People act kind of shady. Yeah, we'll have to work on the lyrics. And well, we'll have to come back to you week. with that one. Uh, you know, something uh, that I that thought about a minute ago is um, somebody, you know, just for the sake of her privacy, I won't mention her name, but one of our listeners um commented on one of her posts recently so i don't know how much of a good job i'm doing by keeping it private but um it's on a post it's all good you know yeah so um but she mentioned how that she's been listening to the holiday episodes again and um you know she's she's having a much tougher time but also how um she skips over our dating episodes and i Mm, thought that was very insightful yep um for for you and i um to like you know something Michelle and I always try to do, but you have to understand we're, you know, two and a half years out. Yeah. So um, for us, it's kind of hard to always remember perfectly yeah. that everybody is not where we are. Like mm-hmm. that some of you just lost your spouses yeah. Um, or, you know, it's been less than a year, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, obviously we don't want to come across insensitive anything. And, um, but that being said, you know, maybe this time next year, your heart will change. Um, yeah. And just because you, and I just wanted to encourage that just because you don't, 
um, you know, of course you don't have those desires in your heart right now. That makes sense. But I just don't want you to think that like your life is over because mm-hmm. I remember having that feeling when before, you know, when I thought like just nobody would ever um, compete with Lacey and nobody does, you know, Lacey was one in a billion. But um, but that being said, it doesn't mean that you can't find happiness with somebody else. Yeah. Um, but also uh, in those beginning stages, I didn't even I mean, one of the most devastating things to me that made me feel like my life was over is that I was never going to find somebody to love me the way she loved me again. Right. And um, so I just want to encourage those of you that are, you know, more towards the beginning that just because you feel that way right now, it doesn't mean that in a year from now, you're still going to feel that way. Right. Um, or two years from now or whatever it might be. Um, but most, cause we, you know, like I've mentioned several times, we can see the ages of our audience. Mm-hmm. Most of you are well within all of you, honestly, but let's just say most of you are well within the age to meet somebody again and, yeah. and get married again. Um, so a lot can change, um, with time, but like, you know, we're going to do an episode on it, but it's, you know, you got to make choices to, you know, pursue positive things. Like Michelle has invested a lot of time in going to counseling yeah. and reading books and going to courses and grief classes. And yep. um, so, you know, when, if people want to, you know, bash you Michelle on TikTok saying like, oh, there's no way you could be, but like you invested, like you earned that, yeah, you know? And, um, and of course, you know, praying to God constantly for him to, um, you know, reconcile, work out the things in your heart. And so Mm -hmm. anyways, that just what I would like to encourage all of you, especially those of you that are in the beginning, that this is maybe, you know, going to be your first Christmas, or even if it's your 10th Christmas and you still just don't feel ready for it. I want to really encourage you to lean into Christ, pray, go to him, um, and just talk to him. Let him be, um, you know, we're his bride. Yeah. And so treat him like he's, you know, your spouse, I guess. And I don't know if that's the right way to the right terminology, but you know what I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and like go to him and, and just, lean into him, pour into him. And, um, you know, you, you will see things start to happen in your heart. You will see, you will feel revival start to spark. Um, and gosh, what a beautiful thing. What an absolutely beautiful thing to start feeling life again, after you've been through so much devastation and horror and all the hollow, empty, horrible things that you have felt when you start to feel that, you know, as you've put it, Michelle, so eloquently in the past, like that, um, you know, it used to be all rain clouds. Can you yeah. ex- explain that? Like, yeah, you know? like in the beginning, when you have grief, it's like every day is like cloudy and rainy. You can't see any sun. You're crying every day. And then you start as the days go on, you start seeing a little bit of sunshine. And that means like you might not have cried all day. And then all, then it keeps going to where it's sun, more sun with some clouds. And eventually you have a lot of sunny days. Like, I feel Mm. like that's where we're both at now. And I love that. And that analogy is so true. It is Mm -hmm. so true. And it doesn't mean that I can't work myself into, um, I could go sit in my closet right now and start weeping over how much I miss Lacey. And any one of you listening could do that over your spouse as well. Um, but 
you know, when you, after you've been through what we've been through and for the first time, when you start experiencing that sunshine again, mm-hmm. don't, don't let guilt take that away from you. Oh, I know sure. this has nothing to do with the holidays, but like just when you, so if these holiday seasons, if you start feeling some joy, you see a holiday movie and it makes you happy, it takes you back to your childhood, whatever it might be that we all just, um, you know, for me, it's that the savior was born. Mm-hmm. Christmas is magical to me. Um, and I, you know, I didn't follow my own advice on this. Um, you know, I felt guilt for feeling any kind of joy at all. Um, but don't let guilt rob you from any amount of joy that you Mm -hmm. might feel because you, um, you've been through enough. Don't, don't force yourself to go through more because you feel like you're supposed to. Um, Mm -hmm. anyways, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Right. Forrest. No, I think that's good. I think that we, we covered a lot. Yeah. And what you feel you can heal so don't don't hold back the feelings like if you need to cry no matter where you're at do it like Mm -hmm. yeah when you said like we could all cry in a second I was like yeah turn on some Inya look at some old (laughs) pictures I'll be crying in like 30 (laughs) seconds flat sail away sail you know all the sail away sail away sail away or some Celine Dion turn on Celine Dion Uh, isn't she the one and I obviously I know who Celine Dion is but didn't she sing this the main song from Titanic? Yes. Yeah. There's also oh. a song. I think a friend sent it to me. There's a song called The Lover That I Lost. I used to always listen to that right away, like when Luke died. And it's all about the lover that I lost. And it makes it really is she sad. is she widowed? No, but it's actually, I think, talking about somebody that they broke up, but I always okay. listened to it. Um yeah, during that that time period. Mm. Anyways. We can all, you know, get ourselves back into crying if we we wanted to. We could work ourselves into a funk. Yeah. Another thing that was kind of interesting. um, I actually showed Joel part of Luke's celebration of life. I was um, looking for something on my old computer and I was like, oh, here's the video. And so, I mean, I was showing him with like my phone and he's watching it through that way and it made him emotional. Um, Mm. He watched my speech and he's like, I... I fell in love with you even more. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just what you've been through and like how you were already persevering. I look back at that two months, let's say maybe June, July, three months after he died, I'm given this speech and I'm happy. Like I'm joyful. I mean, yeah, there's this one part, like I cried some, but I'm in a, like the, his graveside service in June. No, I was not in a good place, but this in August, I'm like, that is amazing. And that is God totally to be able to heal me this much within a few months. And anyways, it was just cool watching that with him. Like I was crying a little bit and and then he was like, and it is weird to me that you had this whole life before me. And that's what I've said Mm -hmm. to him before. Like, it's just a different feeling than when you get married, when you're young and you don't have a life before, you Mm -hmm. know? And so it's just kind of a strange feeling. Anyways, that was just a side note. No, that's great. We are, we are, um, they become our, they were our everything. Right. right now we're now we're starting over at you know you know well me about to be 43 uh, yeah next me at 29 and you're yeah. 29 i'll still, still be right? 29 when you're 43 yeah. so yeah. I'll you know you've be been 29. 29 for a while i'm just wondering if you're ever going to turn 30 no i don't okay. even get i don't even turn 30 i, I don't turn 30 that's not what i, I do. don't <laughs> turn 30 i am forever 29 well I'm going to tell the story one more time I know you've heard it but our listeners might not know how how I got to the 29 thing so that's something I've always said and the kids have always said that so I was Peyton's kindergarten teacher 
And that day I was, it was my birthday and I was having the kids, the kindergartners guess how old I was. And I think I was like, actually like 35 or it was a while ago. Yeah. Cause he's 14 now. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> reveal, uh, edit this out. <laughs> edit that out. So they're all like writing numbers. And I'm putting them on the board. And I was like, no, I'm actually this number. And he gets so mad. He's like, you said you're 29. Like he literally was like so upset that I, he's like, you lied to me. I thought you were 29. Like he got really <laughs> upset about it. And then we had to talk about it later after school. Like, oh my gosh. That is so I funny. I am 29, but not really. <laughs> it's just something I say. I'm and your 29-ish. Dad says, that I'm always 29. And I, I like to throw myself birthday parties. I still do that. And I always make, and I usually do like a Facebook invite and I'm like, Michelle's 29th birthday again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. 29 plus, you know, a year or two. Yeah. So, wow. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty fun. cool. Anyways, good times. All right. Are we, are yeah. we to, to wrap it on up or you got anything else you want to say? Um, there's something I wanted to say and now I do not recall. That's why you write things down. That's what I'm I know. Writing. I'm not smart like you. I don't have a pen and paper over here. Oh, I, got I can't. Water, like, no, I can't. And I got my phone out of arm's reach. Mm-hmm. Okay. This isn't what I wanted to say, but I'm pretty stoked to say that um, I passed another part of my GED. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I took science without studying nice. and I passed it. And wow. Oh, my gosh. It was so hard. It was like, it was really like, hard. Like chemistry kind of stuff. It was, yeah. It was like, I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of it was like, I, I had to um, just use a lot of deductive reasoning to yeah. like, you know, because it's fortunately it was multiple choice. Yeah. But anyway, so That's super, awesome. super excited that now I am halfway to getting my uh, high school diploma. That's so awesome. Um, woo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then to do the holidays or, uh, you know, any, not that there's anybody else listening that cares about that. No, um, they do. Everybody does. But, you know um oh there was I remembered hold on oh that no no that okay so that's what I was gonna say I was gonna say that um my mystery girl and I mystery girl uh, mystery girl hey girl hey Hey. every time every time (laughs) um so her and I also um watched each other's celebration Mm. of life for our spouse and uh, I totally relate to what Joel um was saying because uh as I watched her give her speech and you know I I haven't talked to her about it in a while um but she did say that it um you know her feelings for me increased watching it yeah um but I you know I don't remember exactly what she said but I remember how I felt yeah and I remember watching this amazing girl walk up there and Mm -hmm struggle through and I watched her kids give their eulogies mm-hmm. and it was just so heartbreaking yeah. um, but they all did such a great job and then she went up there and gave tribute to her husband and oh gosh it it made me just it gave me this um this desire to take care of her in mm-hmm. the way that that he was mm-hmm. like I just felt this um you know I I kind of have this uh this feeling that when I get to heaven, I want him to shake my hand and say, thank you. Mm, and, yeah, um, but I yeah. remember her watching his, um, celebration of life really, uh, gave me a lot of strong feelings for her. Um, yeah. but for the same reasons, like knowing what she had been through, 
mm-hmm. was uh it's just you know I don't know there's just I just had this this deep understanding and connection with it and yeah. like I just understood how she felt when she was up there so it has nothing to do with the holidays but I did remember what I yeah. wanted to say <laughs> Um, so no, that, that was it. Um, just that, you know, we want you, you all to remember that, um, we are praying for you and sorry, Chris, I'm trying to stop saying, um, so much, but it's just (laughs) impossible. (laughs) Um, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm just not a great public speaker. (laughs) Um, but we want you all to remember that we do pray for you and Mm -hmm. we're, you know, hoping that you, get through this holiday season and that you do experience some form of joy and thankfulness and that you do get to see a little bit of sunshine. And if you do hold on to that, that's all that's I have good. to say about that. Mm-hmm. Life is like a box of chocolates. Sure you never know what you're going to get. All anyway, right. Thanks for that. <laughs> should I pray or should yes. I quote Forrest Gump more? No, I, I can talk can. about all the different ways we can make shrimp yes if you guys could see the look on michelle's face right now of just sheer disappointment what there's no disappointment just like uh uh uh-huh yes all right get your joke over with let's go no your jokes are great (laughs) they're a good start um all right so i'm gonna pray and then do the thing yeah um lord i just like to thank you so much for sharing with us your, um, your joy that, that mm-hmm. we, that may we recognize that whenever we experience any joy at all, it's your joy. Um, and so I pray that over everybody here, Lord, I pray that you would give their lives some sort of joy, something supernatural, um, that they know it's you, uh, and they know that it doesn't make sense that they feel the joy that they feel in their heart. Um, uh, but I pray that you would give it to them. Um, we love you. And, we, we just know that um, the kingdom is the big picture. And I pray that you would keep all of our eyes on the kingdom and you and um, that you would be the most important thing and, and that uh, we would all be able to live our lives um, as a sacrifice to you and your kingdom. And that, um, but that also that you would comfort us and hold us and shelter us through our grief and our sadness. Um, I pray that we remember what it means that the savior of the world was born as we enter this, um, beautiful Christmas season, whether it's Halloween, Christmas, or Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, we just thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's like we've been, I thought you were just saying holidays and then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I he's get, being a dork. I, I like to make what... God laugh too, you know? Right. I get what he's you're like, saying. why did I make you this way? yeah i'm like i don't know it's your it's your fault dude <laughs> you, you made me this way <laughs> well if you like this podcast give us a little five stars hey and somebody did review us lately no way so that was cool i sent it nice. to you it was like oh few, that one okay like yeah, that, was like, that was like three weeks ago or okay ago. whatever it's sorry like i thought you meant like another more recently uh no i haven't checked in a little bit you can rate and review us um want to be a guest we will eventually get back to doing yes yes. we do have a list but you can reach out to us we do it's just our lives are like so busy right now sometimes fitting a guest in is hard but we will eventually michelle and i can barely get our schedules yeah right so then yeah having another one yeah because we have 
some different time zones. You had to move to a different time zone, make it a little well, more difficult. You know, you know, <laughs> a little bit of it as you're getting married too. That that occupies some of your time. Well, yes, yes. There's some. We get to and then, well, and then you know, you had a job, and then I'm studying and all this. So we've just I been know. busy. We've it's been, been busy. busy. Which side so note? It's hard to coordinate again. I forgot to say this. So tomorrow's my official last day in third grade. So excited. Nice. So last week or like the last time we had school and then there was a week off for Thanksgiving. Um, it was so sweet. Like that one of the parents had reached out to everyone and they gave me a gift basket with like all kinds of gift cards. And it was just so sweet. Like it was the end mm. of the year, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I'm making them all cards. I have to finish them tonight. And then tomorrow I told the other teacher, like, I want the last half hour just to talk to them. Um, and just like, I wanted to just write positive things because positive words can do so much for kids, especially. And like to have these little cards that they could keep forever. Like I'm just trying to write positive to each one of them, what I see in them. And so I want to take some time at the end of the day to not only give them the cards, but I'm going to tell them they're all invited to the wedding. I made a decision. They're all invited. So nice. <laughs> it's going to be super, super fun. Um, and then I was talking to their teacher about once the invitations come in, I'll come back into class and give it to them. And they'll be oh, that's excited. Cool. So it's, you know, this was a challenging job, uh, but I'm thankful I did it because I know I know what I don't want to do. And uh, yeah, another episode I'll get into like kind of where my career is going, but it is more into helping people through grief. So anyways. Seems like a natural fit. Yeah, it does. All right. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. Well, thanks everybody for um, listening. And uh, we'll talk to you probably in a couple of weeks because we both might be busy this coming weekend. But are we? Get, oh, yeah. We'll, yeah. I'm going to be in LA, but not California. Louisiana. <laughs> the other LA. Yeah, which so weird. I just have to say this. So, you know, Joel and I have been doing this like a little over a year, traveling, blah, blah, blah. This is the last visit because the next time that he comes here, he's moving here. So exciting. That's so encouraging though. And <laughs> so hopeful. exciting. Like, yes. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So our last visit. Cool. And then it'll be like, he's moving to the area. So I'm very, very excited. So anyways. Tree girl, you hear that? You got to move to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee. It's a, little, it's a little inside joke we have. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure she's laughing. Yeah, I'm sure she's the only one. <laughs> That's okay. It was Tennessee. Okay, anyways, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great night. Bye. Hey, God whatever bless it you. is. Bye.